As a life coach, author, speaker, and trainer, Marianne's purpose and passion is fueled by her desire to see all women from coast to coast live life on their terms. Her guests will provide you with real life tips and strategies to inspire and empower you to create change. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Dannert, known as the Fearless Living Coach and Career Research Strategist. My mission is to equip women with strategies to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. And today I have an amazing guest with me, Maxine. So I'm going to let her introduce herself and just start telling you about herself. Go ahead. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Um, as she said, I'm Maxine Reyes. I'm a retired Army veteran, and I'm also a coach, a public speaking coach, and a master resilience coach. It's my pleasure to be here. I am happily married for 24 years, and I have a 12-year-old daughter. Nice. That is awesome. 24 years. So tell us a little bit about that marriage journey. 24 years. <laughs> 24 years. It's been amazing. He was also military and he recently retired in May. Um, this is something that we've been doing from when we were teenagers. We were kids when we first met and he still makes me smile when I talk about him. So that's a good thing, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> that's a great thing. He's an amazing man and excellent father. And I'm just grateful that we've made it this far. Uh, 25 years total, but 24 years of marriage. Nice. So when you and I met was actually because of a book collaboration. Yes. So what led you to um, be a part of that book collaboration and tell us a little bit about your chapter? Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know what? I actually forgot that I wrote that I was a part of something else other than the happily joint book. <laughs> Cause my husband and I wrote a book on, on marriage, uh, mm -hmm. a workbook, but I remember the lady that, um, that she reached out to to different people and sent a message regarding um, the book collaboration. And so I decided to write a chapter on, um, I think, resilience. And I shared something in there that I actually haven't fully shared with a lot of people, but they mm. still have to get the book in order to know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I had some medical uh, issues, and um, which has held me back in being like my best self. And so I wanted to share that and how to overcome situations like medical, um, you know, medical challenges that people have had. So yeah, that's what drew me to share my story in that book. Um, and yes, I did forget about that Women Leading Nations <laughs> book. <laughs> I remember the, the title now, yeah. But it was great to meet you. Um, I flew all the way to DC and that's where we did that book launch. My family was there and then I got to meet amazing women like yourself. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm glad that you're still doing it. You're still doing yes, it. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm actually working on my fifth book collaboration and still working on my own solo book. So okay. keeping very Same busy. Here. Yes. Same here. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about the workbook that you and your husband um, jointly uh, we wrote. Yeah, we so we collaborated on that. We were separated geographically by the military. 
and people always watched us and, and see whenever we got together, uh, he would fly to see me or I would fly to see him. But when we got together, they, they would see us as if we never, you know, were separated. They're like, you guys just make it look so easy. You make separation look so easy, you know, loving through the distance. And so they're like, you should write a book. And I thought of it. I was like, we can write something maybe not too detailed, but something simple and have it be a workbook so couples can actually do the work together. And so that's what we did. He wrote his part from the man, man's point of view, and then I wrote my part from the woman's point of view, and then together we put it in, in that one book. So it's like five tips from him and five tips from her. Oh, <laughs> and awesome. it's happily so joined. The yeah. book is happily joined, the secret to relationship resiliency. But honestly, there's no secret. <laughs> but, you know, just keep it. It's, it's the truth. We have the secret to relationship resiliency, but it, it's no secret. It's just back to the basics, as easy yeah. as that. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I'll definitely be sure to get all the information and put it on the show notes so our guests can get a copy of that. And I'm definitely going to grab a copy myself. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you're currently doing and what, you know, what, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What gets me out of bed is <laughs> just life. Just being able to wake up, especially nowadays in the pandemic. I mean, right. we're still, that thing is still going on, you know. So the mornings are easy for me. Um, the sun uh, shines through the window and I look out and I look over and I see my husband there. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Another day. Another day. And in a, in a home where I feel safe and, um, you know, I feel accomplished for the most part, <laughs> let's say for the most part, because I retired from the military, but I'm still finding my niche and, mm -hmm. and seeing what my next chapter is going to be like. So I may seem like I have it all put together, but I'm still figuring some things out, yes. you know, mm -hmm. still figuring some things out. But what I'm doing now, um, folks reach out to me for coaching. And so I help with life coaching and um, I do leadership coaching as well because of my my master's in management and leadership and my military uh, experience. So people, especially women, they're like, how did you deal with so many, you know, leading so many men and having them listen to you? Right. And it's, for me, it wasn't as difficult as people may have thought because I know my position when the military says, hey, this is your job. This is what you're, you're supposed to be doing. I didn't have to say, oh, I'm the commander. I'm the boss. Folks right. already know, you know? And so leadership has become a part of my life. And now that I'm helping other women who are in major roles, mm -hmm. uh, I'm finding like, okay, that's a niche that I can share. And I have, I'm, I'm actually educated in, in it as well. So I'm finding, finding those things. And I'm also singing. So naturally, um, I'm a musician and um, God has blessed me with, with a voice. And so I am pursuing that passion part-time as well. That is so I'm amazing. doing a little bit of the serious stuff and then a little bit of the fun stuff. <laughs> Balance. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you said something that was very key. And if you can expand on that just a little bit, that you don't have to, you know, you didn't have to let people know what your title was, that you were the boss. Mm -hmm. It was known. So can you tell us a little bit, you know, maybe for the woman that's currently listening that may be in a leadership role that is struggling a little bit? Okay. 
And I'm I'm glad that you asked the question because um I get that I get that question a lot. When you are placed in a position of leadership, the people already know. So it'll seem as if you're conceited or too focused on the title versus the the mission. The mission is to lead. Um, and I'm I'm a heart leader. I lead from the heart, you know. Uh, and just because I want people to respect me as the woman and as the leader that I am and not because I say you need to do do this or you need to do that. In the army, and I'm using the army because that's my experience, when I joined the army, women were leading and probably some of them are probably still leading with um, aggressiveness. Like they would mm-hmm. yell and curse and I just felt felt like they weren't being genuine and authentic to themselves. And so as a woman leader, you're still a nurturer, naturally. We're born nurturers. So as a leader, you are a nurturer and you should be respectful of others and not feel like you have to fake the funk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't feel like you have to curse and yell at anyone to get your point across. And that's how I wanted to lead with love and lead from lead authentically so my soldiers and my employees can know that i'm here to serve you and we're gonna we're in this together not me having to yell at them and tell them hey you need to do this and drop and give me 20 because these are things that i've been uh, that i saw and that's why i'm mentioning them because these women were yelling and screaming and cursing at grown-ups like they're in the uniform i don't care if they're 18 or 25 they're grown-ups, so yeah. speak to them in that way and respectfully, and it'll come, you know, right back at you. So um, know your role. You don't have to tell people or remind them that you are the boss because you're already in that position. Speak to speak with them respectfully and be authentic. Be authentic. That's awesome. That's awesome. So when you hear the words transformative freedom, what does that mean to you? Transformative freedom. I'm going to say it's when when you think of the word transform, you're changing from one thing to another. But for me, when it comes to changing and becoming a freer person, it's, I mean, it's, um, <laughs> that, that, that one hit me, but it's freedom with positive change Mm. and not restricting you from being your natural, your genuine self. So transform, free, being authentic still. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to leave it as that. Perfect. Perfect. So (laughs) what has been one of the biggest challenges that you have faced and what did that healing process look like? (laughs) I'm still healing. Um, one of the biggest challenges I've faced um, was, and it happened a few times, leaving my baby girl. As a mom, as a Caribbean mom, I anticipated that I would be with my baby for a year before I had to leave her at all. Yeah. And the first, so I had my baby, went back to work within six weeks or so. And which was fine. I anticipated that because I was still local. I was able to go to her daycare and um, I was able to breastfeed 
you know, and see her and give her love and kisses before I had to go back to work. But at five months, she was still breastfeeding and I had to leave her for three weeks where I pumped my milk and throw it down the toilet because I didn't have a freezer to freeze it mm. and I didn't have my baby to give the milk. So that was traumatic for me. Yeah. Um, came back home and she looked at me like, who are you? You know, imagine you will have this dream of, okay, this is my, my firstborn, my daughter, I'm going to breastfeed for eight months to, you know, a year. And then pretty much she was torn from me pretty much. Like I had to go, you mm -hmm. know? So that, that trauma for me, that was traumatic. And it's something I'm still dealing with 11 months after she was 11 months. It was a few months later. I had to leave her for 12 months. I had to leave her for 12 months and I went to the Middle East this time. So I went to Qatar and Afghanistan and um, yeah, I know it comes with a job, but you know, there are a lot of people who haven't deployed or haven't had to leave their child in the first year. And it just happened my luck. I had to, I had to leave her. And when, when I left, um, she was 11 months, actually, that's not true. So 11 months, my husband left. I left her when she was four years old. But when I left, my husband was already in Afghanistan. I went to Haiti. Mm. I went to Haiti for a few weeks, but she was 11 months and we both missed her first birthday. So mm. that was like a first year of activities as a new mother. And now at four years old, I went to, it was my turn to deport to the Middle East. Mm. So, yeah. So that has been a chat, you know, the, the, I would say there are a lot of challenges that I've been through, honestly, but that's the one that stuck with me because I had other plans and other thoughts of what it would be like to be a first time right. mom within the first year, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's the first thing that popped in my head because it's still challenging for me. And now what I do to make up for that, <laughs> I, I do get mom guilt. I do get mom guilt, um, but I try to spend as much time with her. I've had her home for a year now since mm -hmm. COVID. Um, and she's not going back to school anytime soon. <laughs> so it, it helps me to feel like, okay, I'm doing my part to spend time with her and um, teach her whatever it is that she needs to know uh, within the school, school day, you know, yeah. school hours. So, yeah, so that's what I'm doing to make up for that. And um, that's, that's a part of my healing process. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned something, too, that I just want to touch on that you said it was expected because you know you were in the military but i think that there's a big difference when you expect something and then when it actually happens yeah. you know yeah. that you know your emotions are totally like oh my gosh this is really happening mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely and i mean it happens to mommies all the time in the military it's like you pray it's like going to war oh i joined the military and but i'm praying that i don't have to go to war and then you get the call. It's your turn. Right. Like, oh my God, I am actually going. You know. Right. So same thing when you have when you have a baby. It's like you want to be with them for the long as long as possible. And I had twelve months in my head. Um, that was wiped away <laughs> within five months of of being a mom. But um, yeah, you're right. You you wish and you pray and you hope, but then it happened and and that that's that becomes your reality. You just have to accept it and move forward. Right. You know, or move on out. But I chose right. to stay in. I chose to stay in because I had my goals. And these are some of the challenges that I went through to stay as long as I did. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
So I what did it off my you... baby girl. Oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> That's awesome. So what keeps you motivated and inspired to keep going and not give up? My baby girl. <laughs> we're, on, we're on that topic right now. Um, she keeps me motivated. She keeps me inspired. Everything. Like my life. I have my my life and my livelihood and my family. Um, but it's like everything I do, I think of her. Like how will this affect my daughter long term? You know, from the home that we're in, we've been here for two weeks now. Um, from the purchase of this home to my business plan and travels, like places that I want to go to or places that she wants to go to, you know, so I can give her that experience. And I waited, my husband and I waited 11 years after marriage before we decided to start our family. So we've lived our lives, you know, as a couple and we still make time for ourselves. We have date Mm -hmm. nights and all that stuff. But nowadays it's like we're finding ourselves just investing into her and and, and into her life, her future. And it's gratifying for me. So, you know, she doesn't hold me back. She actually um, catapults my ambitions. (laughs) Yeah. Beautiful. That's beautiful. So what advice would you give to women that are ready to break free and that desire to start creating the life that they deserve and desire, but they're not sure? Um, what advice would I give? Okay. There, there it goes. Um, I go back to authenticity and finding what truly brings you joy. Mm-hmm. What motivates you? Go back to your childhood and think of things that you always wanted to do. And if you have a journal, I started journaling quite late in the game, but I realized that when I journal and I go back into it, it motivates me so much, you know? Um, so find out what it is that you're passionate about. Think of things that you were, you you had a high desire of doing from, from childhood. And if it's not from childhood, some point in your life. And just know that it's never too late to do it. As a singer, so I'm a singer, right? Yes. While, <laughs> while I was in the military, I found every opportunity to use my voice and to, sh- and to lend my voice um, to all these different events. And now that I'm out of the military and I'm not doing my, say, nine to five job in the military, yeah. now I can go and sing. And a lot of people are like, oh, aren't you too old for that? Like starting a new thing with your music, you know? And I'm like, this is my chance to start this chapter, you yes. know? Uh, as I said, people discourage, may discourage you from doing what it is that you really want to do, but just do it and they'll watch, they're watching and they may have had doubts about you and your talent or your passion, but you're the one who just have to prove it to yourself and then you prove it to them. You don't have to prove anything to them, but once you're doing it for yourself, they'll see it and then you'll be like, I'm doing it now. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm yep. singing. I have 40 streams on Spotify, on Spotify alone, with my latest uh, song, my latest single, um, "Victory Is Yours." I have 40 over 40 thousand streams right nice. now. Nice! Wow, that is awesome. My husband That's... just came in. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he he was out. He just showed. He just said hi. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
what book have you recently read or what book in general have you read that truly inspired you? Uh, I read a book, um, I forgot the title right now because that was my, the last book I completed, but um, that was on, that was by Pastor Trevor Wallace. Uh, mm -hmm. This one, I just started Quiet Your Inner inner Critic and Rise Above Social Anxiety. And mm -hmm. so it's pretty much saying how to be yourself. So I already know how to be myself, but it really reminds me of certain things that I can do and help others. Because if you're a coach, you you always have to keep reading, keep educating yourself and expanding on your knowledge so right. you can help others. But um, it really helps me to look back at moments when I became anxious about something, especially on social media, because all these images and yeah, your makeup has to be perfect. And, you know, it's just, you can't be imperfect, you know, um, if you watch some of these things that they're putting out there, but it really helps you to not follow that, just be you and live your life for you and not yeah. for other people, you know, because um, there's, there's going to be pressure out there, you know, People are going to want to um, to encourage you to, to do something that you're not fully comfortable with. But if, if, it's, if it's something that you really want and you're comfortable with just being you, then that, that's how you should be living and not be anxious about all those things, that, the requirements that are out there for you. Right. Just be you. Yeah. I love it. So self-care yeah. is very important. And I think that it's a practice that all women should be engaging in. So mm -hmm. how do you recharge and re-energize? Unplug from social media. <laughs> Speaking of social media, fully, fully unplugged, whether it's for a week, <laughs> two weeks. I've done it for 30 days and it was a good feeling. Mm. Like nothing, people, some people dropped off. I went up there and I'm like, okay, a lot of, um, probably like, actually I did the count. I'm like 17 persons were gone. And I, I realized I was, Hey, excuse me. Lexi, come on one second, guys. Go, go to daddy. Go. Sorry guys. She likes to protect me and she heard the garage door opening, oh. Sorry, <laughs> but we're home. You know, that's how it is nowadays. We're, we're not in a studio somewhere else. So yes. <laughs> real life is happening and that's my puppy Lexi. But going back to self-care, um, I just unplug from social media. Um, I love exercising. And so wellness is something that is big um, in my life, in my family's um, activities. And so I'll, I'm always looking at something that I can do, like whether it's a, a 5K. Um, I don't run as much as I used to because I have some issues now. But uh, one of the issues, like arthritis in the knees, yeah. lower back pain <laughs> from so many years of doing it in the military. Um, and unfortunately, I had a car accident last September, mm. so that made it worse. Um, but I still love walking long distance. We walk on the river walk as often as possible. And um, I love to read. I love to read. Um, one of my favorite favorite pastime is reading books, um, mystery books. So Nancy Drew, Hardy Boys, Bob's Twin. I don't know. Do you know anything about that? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. So those are things that I that I've done. I love road trips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my husband and I we love 
driving different places he won't let me drive but um <laughs> whenever we're going any, anywhere but if i decide to go on a road trip by myself like down to miami to see my grandmother then that's therapeutic for me so that's mm-hmm. okay for me yeah that's awesome that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah so what are you most excited about this year what events this do you year. have any events coming up um this year well most importantly outside of the home I'll, I'll hit on that in a minute, but we just move into our retirement home. Mm-hmm. And I know I look like I'm 19 years old and all that stuff, but no. yes, <laughs> <do>. <laughs> thank you. But we have retired from the military mm-hmm. and we've done so many moves over the years that we're finally in a place where we're like, okay, this is going to be where we expire. <laughs> We're gonna live our lives until we die right here, yeah. and we're and we're okay with it. So that's I'm excited about that. I'm excited about unpacking all these boxes that we have in the house from this recent move, and looking, reflecting on the items that we've collected over the years. Mm-hmm. And some of them we'll keep, and some of them we'll donate. But it's it's good to see them, the old pictures. I don't have any. I know. I saw the picture that you posted of you and your husband when you guys were kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, teenagers dating. Yeah, yeah we weren't we weren't married at that time. Mm-hmm. We we were dating then. Uh, we got married a few months later. But yeah, we're seeing a lot of things that we haven't seen in in a few years because some of those boxes were never opened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After all these moves, we're like, okay, we're not touching that one. So that's something I'm looking forward to, just settling in this new home, um, you know, getting our daughter into the new school year and oh, releasing some more music. Yeah. So that's, uh, I have songs that are already recorded, uh, right. but now I'm going to be releasing some more and creating, um, doing music video. I don't have a music video as yet, and I'm looking forward to, to finally shooting one and um we have uh, Becoming of the Hearts. We, co- we call it a both, B-O-T-H, Becoming of the Hearts uh, event, that we're, event that we're planning for singles who want to be in a healthy relationship. And also um, our fit, my Fit for the Role masterclass that I'm creating. So I'm looking forward to releasing that um, soon. And it's Fit for the Role. As a, it's pretty much life coaching, but also includes sh- sharing your story, storytelling, and in public speaking, because I, I realize that we all have unique stories to yeah. tell and we can help so many people when we share some of the challenges that we've been through yeah. and how we've overcome them. And and so that's growing up in Jamaica, coming to Miami, from Miami, joining the Air Force, switching over from the Air Force to the Army, deploying, becoming a mom in the military. I mean, that's a, a lot of things that I can share with any challenges that I've been through yes. during those times. So, um, yeah. So, and then the, the book, uh, I haven't fully named it as yet, but it's complete. I just have to do some revisions and, and then release it sometime in the next 12 months. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. that leads into the next question. Tell the audience where they can find you learn more about you and listen to your music, get a copy of okay. your book. You can find me on MaxineReyes.com and we can, I guess we can type it in later, but M-A-X-I-N-E-R-E-Y-E-S.com and that will link you to all my social media platforms. 
you may find my book on Amazon. That's the main spot where I send people because then once they get it, they can do, they can be a verified, um, uh, they can just put in there, hey, I like this book, this is why I like it, or this is what could have improved um, in the book. But just know that it's a simple book. We, we didn't want it to be too technical because honestly, love isn't technical. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not, it's not that, um, difficult it's not yeah. it's not um what they call it greek or science fiction or whatever right. it is so it's a, a workbook that we created uh, we were living separately and he did we talk about that earlier yes about mm-hmm. yeah we talked about the book already okay so yeah. good it's a workbook on marriage and relationships having healthy relationships we share some of our stories and it's easy it's easy to use uh, we brought we bring you back to the basics so you can get that on amazon.com and um, and then you can follow me on my social media at Maxine Reyes Official on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, YouTube is Maxine Reyes TV. And that should link you to a lot of um, cool videos that, that are coming and, uh, and that are already there. So, yeah. Nice. Awesome. 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 So as we get ready to wrap up, a question that I like to ask all of my guests is what does fearless living mean to you? Fearless living, um, it's not limiting yourself mm. to what others may want from you or of you. Um, it's really doing what it is that's going to be best for you yes. while inspiring others. Um, I have this saying, you know, live your life courageously with grace. So it's really being bold in your walk on this journey of life and then pursuing what it is that you want to do in life and lifting others while you rise. And so, you know, it's, it's really giving, giving back to a community, to a group of people, whatever it is that's your passion, do it, do it well, do it courageously, but never forgetting where you're from and lift others while you rise to whatever it is, level that you want to go to. That's my advice for folks. (laughs) I love it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Welcome. So thank you once again for tuning in for episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I hope that you found this episode inspiring and motivating. Be sure to check the show notes for all of the information on Maxine and how to connect with her. As always, remember that you are a priority, you are fearless, you matter, and you are fabulous. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Don't forget to leave a comment, be sure to share and subscribe so together we can continue to change lives. I'll see you on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Until next time. This episode is brought to you by the Release Realign Restart Coaching Program. Are you feeling stuck and unfulfilled and it's life passing you by? Then it's time for a change. As a certified life coach, Marianne will guide you on a personal life transformative journey. With the Release, Realign, Restart program, we'll work together to discover and unlock your full potential, leading you to a life filled with freedom and balance. Imagine becoming the best version of yourself, achieving both personal and professional success. Ready to explore a more fulfilling life? Visit 
MarianneRiveraDanert.com and start your journey today. Release, realign, restart, because it's never too late to create the life that you deserve and desire. If you're enjoying this episode, check out High Vibe Table Talks, where we start to remove mental barriers and take action now so you can achieve your someday desires. I'm your host, Mershawn Hargrave, and if you've ever heard that little voice inside to go after something, but the fear around the unknown felt too big, this is the podcast for you. Listen and subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks on the Jazzcast Pros Network with the podcast listener you're using right now, because it is high time you activated your high vibes.